views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show. It's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everyone, I want to welcome you. I want to welcome you to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Hey, thank you for tuning us in and turning us on and celebrating our 10th year in an amazing venue. Uh, they said it could never be done, and thanks to a bunch of folks that stuck with it uh, and some very forward-looking visionary stations, here we get to broadcast the best of the best. Uh, today's show is is personally powerful for me. Uh, for those of you out there, over the past 10 years, you've heard me talk a lot about uh, what a healing journey it is so many people have been on, people that uh, get to understand up close and personal what a tick-borne disease is. Uh, for many of you, you've heard the term Lyme disease. It is one of many. And what uh, folks have discovered along the way is that tick bite does carry many other viruses, infections, and so forth. And so today... We are co-sponsoring uh, and working with, partnering with the friend, our friends at, uh, you know, a very, 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 very important organization to raise awareness about health risks, about tick-borne diseases. And later on in the show, you're going to hear from somebody that isn't just talking about it, but he's actually doing something about it. Tick-Borne Disease Alliance launches a national campaign to fight tick-borne disease epidemics worldwide, but in this country especially. Today, Co-Chairman David Roth is joining me here today because tick-borne diseases are a national health epidemic. And without raising awareness, I will tell you, the Pacific Northwest would still not be on the map as being acknowledged to be fighting these diseases, as well as raising the level of awareness in the state of Washington, Oregon, and California, that tick-borne diseases actually do exist. But what about these organizations, people like David, that has stepped out into the world and said, this really is a national concern? What has this journey been like um, for the, you know, the folks at Tick-Borne Disease Alliance? You know, what is it like to be on an old, uh, your own personal journey of diagnosis and following months of misdiagnosis? Does this sound familiar to you all out there? I know that I am speaking with people that know what this journey is like. I know that you all listening to this show know a lot about this and a lot about your own struggle and suffering. But today we're joining forces with the folks that have launched a campaign not just to raise the level of the of awareness, but to take some positive action in the light of some very interesting court hearings that are going on in the Northeast. Uh, David is the managing director 
as well as many, many other things in uh, Blackstone Real Estate Group. But before that, you know, he is somebody that took a journey of success, and now here he is, uh, absolutely prepared to talk about his passion, his purpose, and his partnership. Uh, with with John and the many things they're doing. David, thank you for joining me. Welcome to the show. It's great to have you here. Thank you, Dr. Pat. Very uh, very nice to be here. The one thing I want to correct you on, yes. uh, and I know this is a, a national program, but uh, tick-borne diseases are really a global uh, challenge. Yes, uh, uh, yes, yes. Prevalent in many other places around the world. Absolutely. And actually, this is a global show. And, and you know, for, for people out there that have heard this show, um, and that call in from different places of the world. I think you're, you know, it is really important to say it is global. Um, part of this today is for you to share with our listeners what your passion and purpose is. You know, many of us have gotten to this place for our own personal journeys. And I would love for you to talk a little bit about what this means to you, first of all, to be part of this organization, but also to be part of Bite Back. Sure. Well, can I give you a little bit of my yes, background? Yes, please. Um, I am a 47-year-old. Uh, otherwise, I uh, thought I was healthy, uh, managing director at uh, Blackstone in New York. And in May of 2010, I became acutely ill uh, with a whole range of symptoms that came uh, and uh, really sort of devastated me. Um, and it took four months before I got a diagnosis. I went for uh, from doctor to doctor, misdiagnosis, non-diagnosis, very, very similar story to a lot of people who deal with tick-borne diseases. We didn't know what to look for when we got ill. Uh, we went to doctors who really didn't know what to look for. I had blood tests that were uh, unreliable, and I had several negative tests before I finally got a positive blood test. And when finally getting uh, that blood test and beginning treatment, it was already too late uh, to prevent with what for me is some ongoing symptoms that, you know, would, would put me at like the way I think of it, I'm sort of at 85% of the human that I was before I got sick. So I, like many people, when I got the diagnosis of Lyme disease, I jumped up and down. I was excited to finally have something that, uh, you know, was, was tell, someone telling me what was wrong with me. And then you get uh, into learning about Lyme disease and other tick-borne diseases. And I should say, I am... Uh, uh, was diagnosed with both Lyme disease and Babesia, one of the co-infections that uh, can be found in the tick. Um, and, you know, I, I uh, as I learned more about how the medical community, government, insurance uh, industry uh, look at this particular uh, set of illnesses, I just decided, you know, frankly, in the search for meaning, um, which I'm sure you're familiar with, mm-hmm. I, I needed to do something. Mm-hmm. And so I started a group that, uh, long story short, ultimately got merged with an existing foundation that was called Turn the Corner, uh, uh, sorry, Turn the Corner Foundation. Uh, and we formed early last year uh, the Tick-Borne Disease Alliance. Um, it's obviously very uh, near and dear to my heart. Um, it's a in my opinion, a massive social injustice that's occurring as we speak. Um, I am one of the fortunate uh, that has the financial wherewithal to seek out the treatments that I wanted to seek out, but there are many, many people out there who are devastated not just physically and emotionally but but financially by these illnesses given uh, sort of insurance uh, company indifference to, to the suffering. So uh, 
it's a, it's a very important cause for me. Uh, and me as well. I think you and I share very similar stories uh, in, in our journey. Um, and, you know, what I find interesting in in the time that we have been talking about this, and for me, you know, we're talking about 2004. Um, you know, I live in a place where you couldn't even get anybody's attention here because right. to talk about Lyme disease in the Pacific Northwest, that was the, one of the most ridiculous conversations you could have in 2004. And, right. you know, the only reason I got anybody's attention, uh, it was because I was from New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, this is um, an ongoing challenge. I mean, there's an article that's coming out uh, in the next couple of days in Discover Magazine uh, regarding uh, the challenges of being diagnosed with tick-borne infections in the mm-hmm. southeast. Mm-hmm. So they're still going through this in many parts of the country. And if you look at you know, what the CDC said uh, about a month ago when they finally came out and said that, you know, their estimate, uh, you know, historical reporting of 35,000 was understating it by, a, you know, sort of dramatic 10 times number. Right. So there's over 300,000 a year, which I would tell you for a variety of reasons I think is still oh, yeah. uh, light yeah. um, in terms of uh, how many people are, are getting infected every year. You know, that, that, that um, you know, is still, uh, you know, next to a pronouncement that, we're still only endemic in certain parts of the country. So this is an ongoing, you know, uh, question mark and, and uh, challenge that, that people around the country in, in many places are facing. You know, let's talk from your point of view. What has changed since 2012, uh, it's 2010 for you? You know, what have you seen in the change, especially since this has become very personal to you? You know, all of a sudden now you can Google Lyme disease and you could see an hour ago there's an article on it. And I have to tell you that a couple of years ago that wouldn't have happened. How about for you? Well, we, we, you know, for the, the, the Tick-Borne Disease Alliance uh, has as its goal uh, a mission of uh, increasing awareness uh, about these diseases, advocating on behalf of the uh, patient population, both current and future, uh, for more research, for more uh, focus by the government uh, on these diseases, and, you know, initiating and supporting initiatives, raising money for initiatives that we think are going to dramatically move the playing field forward. So awareness is a critical, critical component. It's a lot of what we have done. Uh, over the last few years, um, I think a few things have happened. One, I think the um, you know the the research that has come out uh, has supported a view that is you know frankly different than the view that's espoused by uh, the government through you know the IDSA guidelines. Um, I don't know how familiar your listenership is uh, aware of of the controversy uh, that currently exists, but uh, the government has pretty strict guidelines on how uh, they uh, believe doctors should handle Mm -hmm. uh, the diagnosis and treatment of these diseases. And, you know, my biggest concern with these guidelines is they're written as if, you know, in every single case, uh, the government has firm research upon which to uh, make the conclusions that they do, and I, I don't. I, I don't think in many cases they do. Uh, they're 50 pages long, and, and throughout, uh, it, you know, the consistent reading of these diseases is that these are difficult to catch, easy to diagnose, and easy to treat. And I don't, just as a rational person, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a researcher, but I can read all the research. I don't believe either any of those three things is actually true, and I don't think the research. Uh, bears it out, and I think there's more that we don't know uh, than that we actually know about these diseases. And I think the 
level of conclusiveness with which the government draws their conclusions is not supported by the data. So awareness is a critical thing, and I think there is, you know, I hope we're coming towards a tipping point, you know, where... Uh, where, where there need, where there's a recognition of the epidemic nature of these diseases and a recognition that, uh, more needs to be done in terms of better diagnostics, better therapies, better treatment, um, and better, you know, understanding of, of how these uh, diseases actually work. Well, we're going to take a short break here, David. When we come back, we're going to tell people, uh, a lot about what's available. We're going to talk a bit about uh, you know, what Tick-Borne Disease Alliance is is doing to really shine the awareness on this. And we're going to make sure that all of you out there have an opportunity to get involved as well. Let's take a short break. You're listening to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive by my very special guest, David Roth, joining me here today. We're going to give you lots of information. And then on the half hour, John Donnelly is going to be joining us here. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. How would you like increased health and vitality? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural process. Every day we are either moving toward wellness or away from wellness. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. I'd like to be your partner in achieving optimal health. Contact me now at MaryJaneMack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit MaryJaneMack.com. Tune in each Wednesday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com to Inspired Action Radio with Jennifer B. Mastering the art of dream building in the real world. This hit show will inspire you to start painting the canvas of your life and bring your unique spirit and your amazingly intelligent mind together to find an incredible, practical, real-world strategy to building a life with epic results. Tune in to Inspired Action Radio with Jennifer B. The Tick-Borne Disease Alliance, TBDA, has just launched Fight Back for a Cure, a new national grassroots campaign to build support for the fight against tick-borne diseases. This fall, 24-year-old John Donnelly is biking across America to meet others affected by tick-borne diseases and raise awareness about the national tick-borne disease epidemic. TBDA wants you to get involved in the campaign and follow John's journey. To learn more, visit fightbackforacure.org. Are you a health-conscious, spiritual woman who is just tired of struggling with food obsession, emotional eating, and constantly having to struggle with weight and food? You aren't alone. The secret is within us, often in releasing internal resistance and blocks to our own success. To learn how to end the war with food and your body now and find peace, go to eatlikeagoddess.com for your free audio. Break free from food obsession and lose weight without trying. That is eatlikeagoddess.com. Do you ever wonder why you feel off balance and out of focus most of your life? Would you like to have an aha moment every day? The Michelle Bond Show, Awaken to a New Reality, will empower you to feel wonderment every moment of every day. This hit show provides healthy, empowering knowledge and information which gives hope to everyone from the healthy to the health challenged. Get ready to restore and maintain your wholeness, mind, body, and spirit through learning the latest complementary and alternative healing modalities. Your new reality will introduce you to an unlimited world of possibilities with the gumption to take epic action for your life. This call-in show with wholeness coach Michelle Bond will give you insight to a wide range of topics from nutrition to lifestyle choices to manifesting your wildest dreams. 
Tune in Tuesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. For more information about uh, what we're talking about, about uh, uh, Tick-Borne Disease Alliance, please go to their website, tbdalliance.org. Certainly, we're going to be talking with John about Bite Back for a Cure, and you can find out more about that by going to bitebackforacure.org. David Roth is joining me here today. Uh, someone that is not just personally involved, but he is also uh, co-chair of the board of the New York-based Tick-Borne Disease Alliance. David, thank you for joining me. Um, I know we've got a few minutes left before we bring John on. I wanted to ask you a couple of questions about um, what do you see are the most positive things you're seeing now, and what are some of the greatest challenges you're seeing now in, in the journey to uh, get a cure? Well, I, look, there is, um, unfortunately, I think we have to be realistic. There mm-hmm. is massive amounts of research that needs to be done and mm-hmm. massive amount of, of money not currently allocated uh, to this. And money is going to ultimately uh, be be the answer of how we get out of this. Research has to take us out of, you know, the, uh, the, the uh, you know, Alice in Wonderland rabbit hole that we're in. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we have to be realistic about how far we are from where we want to be, which is, in my opinion, having really effective diagnostic tests, having really uh, high awareness about these diseases, um, and having an approach to treatment that, you know, uh, actually gets people better. And I think we're pretty far um, away from all of that. Having said that, uh, just in the last couple of years that I've been working on this, I do see much more mainstream media focus uh, on these diseases. I see many more uh, people uh, who are, uh, you know, famous, frankly, um, who are willing to talk out about these illnesses, uh, which is all uh, very positive. And I think, you know, at the end of the day, you know, we need to find ways as a community, and I'm also starting to see this, and it's part of what uh, John's ride is about, Um, We as a community, and there's many, many Lyme support groups across the country, we have to find ways to work with each other. Um, If we're not working together in a coordinated manner, uh, it's it's hard enough to to fight the good fight uh, without, you know, if we were fully coordinated. Without coordination, I think we will will be very challenged. And I'm starting to see uh, glimmerings of, of, um, you know, the different groups, you know, trying to find ways to work together. So I think that's very, very positive. Um, and, I, I, you know, you're starting to get some movement out of the government, which I think is also positive. I think this pronouncement that uh, that the number of people affected is much higher, um, while flawed and, you know, it's still inadequate, uh, I think is a step in the right direction. Uh, so th- there are good things happening, but I think we are still pretty far away, um, unfortunately. Well, and also, I, I think that um, you and I uh, have seen many, many doctors that have come to the forefront to save lives, uh, really be challenged, lose their practice, lose, you know, 
lawsuits left and right. I mean, it was really it was really encouraging to me to actually see that. Wait a minute. You know, we're going to take a look at uh, the attorney general and take a look at what might have happened up there uh, in, in the in New England and say, wait a minute. You know, there are things that are happening that are just not right. They're, you know, borderline conflict of interest, malpractice in terms of the, the guidelines that came out about Lyme disease. And, you know, that would have pretty much gone unnoticed if people didn't really say, wait a minute, something's not right here. Yeah, look, I, I, again, I think um, the research is inconclusive, and, and obviously a lot of controversy revolves around why are certain people remaining ill despite, you know, two to four weeks of antibiotics. That's where a lot of mm-hmm. the controversy uh, exists. And, you know, I think when you look at the research and you look at what's, uh, you know, uh, the, the, the evidence, um, I don't think the conclusions that are reached uh, by the government are uh, correct. And, and mm-hmm. I think, um, you know, th- there's more research that's needed. And so um, my view, uh, and it's the view of the Tick-Borne Disease Alliance, uh, that, um, and I know there have been a number of doctor protection bills that are out there in many states that do not have them. I actually think it's more of a, a patient protection bill yeah. uh, because patients, in the absence of uh, full understanding about a disease, should have the right with informed consent of, of medical practitioners to treat themselves as they feel appropriate. And if we have doctors that are being harassed, uh, then they will not have that choice. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's much more of a, you know, if, if you bring up the, the doctor issue, it's it's much more of a patient uh, protection issue to me than a doctor protection issue. Mm-hmm. You know, David, let's talk about um, Bite Back for a Cure for a minute. Sure. Got to be excited about that, aren't you? Yeah, I'm. look, I mean, you'll meet, uh, if you haven't all, uh, I know you've met, but if mm-hmm. your listeners haven't met John Dolly, this is a fantastic kid. I mean, he's a you know 24-year-old who came to us. Uh, you know, has uh, been suffering on and off from these diseases for a very long time. Uh, like me, was sort of in the search for meaning, trying to find something that he could do that would make a difference. And he is just a, um, I hate to put it this way, but just a tremendous vehicle uh, for the message of increasing awareness, getting, uh, you know, all the groups across the country to work together uh, for the common good, uh, bringing a message to, you know, to Washington, D.C., uh, that, that this is a, a national health uh, epidemic and problem across the country. He's just a tremendous kid, so we're very, very excited uh, about his, uh, his, his upcoming uh, bike ride. Well, yes, I got to chat with him this morning, and he was uh, just talking about the fact that he just flew in. He was uh, at Stanford, and uh, we're going to be talking with him in a minute. Let me ask you this question. Um, I would love for our listeners, they're going to hear this now. They're going to hear it over and over again. They're going to hear us personally, you know, put together a call to action to support you in this. Um you're talking to listeners, many of them really relate and understand what we're talking about. How would you like to get them involved? How can they get involved here now? We, we are going to have a very large social media campaign. Get involved with the dialogue. You know, let us know who you are. Let us uh, know that you're out there. Uh, one of the ways to increase awareness is to get that dialogue louder and louder. Let yourself be heard. 
Um, we have a campaign of sending in a, a picture of yourself, you know, with a, uh, a sign that you can download. Um, do that. Um, if you uh, have the capability, even in a small way, uh, to give a little bit of money, um, I think, you know, what we're trying to accomplish um, is going to uh, is is going to be benefited by lots and lots of small uh, donations. Um, we haven't talked about all the other things that we do. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things we're working on is trying to put together a, a buyer repository. We may or may not move forward with it, but we're uh, trying to figure this out because right now having samples um, is a critical thing that is missing in the, in the search for uh, better diagnostics and better therapies. Um, so for us, one of the linchpins going forward would be to create this biorepository. So I, I would say if you're somebody who can give a little, uh, do. Um, the truth is I'm, I'm out there. One of the things we're hoping for is we find the needle in the haystack, which is the person who has sufficient net worth to come forward and be involved in a much bigger way. So there's a lot of things you can do. And, you know, on our website, we also have advocacy software that allows you to send uh, an email uh, to your uh, Congress people and senators telling them that you you care deeply about this issue and and that you want to see them do something. We're working uh, with uh, a number of senators on federal legislation to increase uh, uh, funding for research. Um, And, you know, so there's a variety of things you can do. Uh, to, to let yourself be heard. Wow. You know, uh, David, this is a very, very, very powerful uh, campaign. You know, John, of course, is uh, folks are going to hear him in a few minutes, and it is a call to action, and we are truly uh, hoping to build a campaign to be able to bring, uh, you know, this tour to Seattle, the Pacific Northwest, which is a great place for this. Uh, we are a bicycling city. I don't know if you know that or not. Uh, and we'd love to get involved and support this. How might other people listening to this think to themselves, oh, how how do we get involved in that part of it? Uh, in, in the part of uh, biking? Yep. I mean, you reach out to us. Again, um, you'll provide all the info of uh, hashtags yep. and all that kind yes. of stuff. Um, reach out to us. You know, one of the things I would tell you that John, and he'll give more detail about this, he's got a route across the country. You can go on our website and take a look at it. If you're anywhere near that route, Please come out and meet him. Uh, he's going to be um, with a camera team, uh, with, with a, a cameraman and a crew, uh, interviewing people along the way, getting the sort of the, you know, the, the faces of these uh, illnesses uh, and the stories uh, out there. Um, so uh, if you are along that route, that would be terrific. Uh, the route was uh, determined as, uh, you know, a, a way to get across the country safely and, you know, given weather constraints and everything else. So I apologize if we are not coming through your Community, but um, if, if we are coming through your community, please come out and support them. Um, obviously, uh, we we get people reaching out from all over the world to us, and uh, would would hope that uh, you know any anyone who's interested in these issues would do the same. I love it. Thank you so much for joining me here today uh, on the show. I want to also mention that here at Transformation Talk Radio and at Limelight Radio with Katina Macris, uh, we are going to be following John's journey each week. We'll be providing all of you with information, excerpts uh, uh, from what he's doing out there, a lot of social media, which we're supporting as well, and so are our friends. Thank you, David, for joining us here. We'll be giving out lots of information in a minute. Thank you, David, so much. 
and thank you, and uh, we look uh, forward to working with you guys on the ride. Oh, my goodness. We are so ready for this. Let's take a short break, everyone. We'll be right back with the man on the bike, John Donnelly. The Tick-Borne Disease Alliance, TBDA, has just launched Fight Back for a Cure, a new national grassroots campaign to build support for the fight against tick-borne diseases. This fall, 24-year-old John Donnelly is biking across America to meet others affected by tick-borne diseases and raise awareness about the national tick-borne disease epidemic. TBDA wants you to get involved in the campaign and follow John's journey. To learn more, visit fightbackforacure.org. Tune in to Peace World Radio, vibrant conversations to change the world with Christina Jans. Each second Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on TransformationTalkRadio.com and KKNW. This hit show is energetic, vibrant, and an engaging forum that's getting people talking. Christina brings you extraordinary and courageous people, bold in thought, and action who dare to dream that things can be different. Peace World Radio. Join the talk. The world is happy. Tune in to The Truth is Funny with Colette Stephan each Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This hit show will have you thinking outside the box and riding the wave of infinite potential. Join Colette on the Higher Self Network, inspiring listeners to shine their brilliance and ensure success while roaring with laughter as they recognize the humor of the giant cosmic joke. Visit The Truth is Funny. Chris Stainis is a spiritual leader and healer and teaches a course on how you can transform your life through a meditation and healing system that will manifest your spirit's dreams. She manifested the Women of Wisdom Conference, the Women of Wisdom book, and this radio show. And she can show you how to change your life, too. Are you ready? Visit the website and contact her at VoicesOfWomenToday.com. That's VoicesOfWomenToday.com. Where do you desire to go in life? How do you plan to get there? Are you only looking outside yourself for the answers? What if you use your soul's wisdom to lead the way? So what is the soul and how do you access its wisdom? Soul Suitcase with Victoria Cohen will unpack these questions and help you tap into and trust your own inner voice to solve everyday problems. Your Soul Suitcase is a treasure chest of wisdom inside you waiting to be discovered. Listen to Soul Suitcase on TransformationTalkRadio.com and discover how awakening to your inner voice transforms your life. I invite you to come on into the reading room and pick up a book that you'll love. It's Sandy's award-winning memoir, Pursuit of Light, An Extraordinary Journey. You'll find this book hard to put down as Sandy shares the gripping story of her journey from childhood trauma to the empowered woman she is today. And like so many others, you'll find it to be one of the most inspirational books you've ever read. You'll love that it's filled with practical tools and ideas you can use to bring greater light and joy into your life. Get your copy by placing your order today at sandybrewer.com. Transforming the world, one listener at a time. Transformation Talk Radio, that's my line. Non-stop shows, 24 hours, 7 days. Positive Talk Radio is the new craze. Learn to live your life the best you can. All hosts of TTR will lend a hand. Transform, inspire, educate, create. Tune in now, our shows are actually really great. Tell your friends, your brother, dad, and mom to tune in at TransformationTalkRadio.com. 